Chapter 5 Then everything faded and became translucent like a veil. Behind it was Kalia in her apartment above the meal in a mold. In a blink the veil lifted, the real world became clear, and I was back sitting at the kitchen table. How'd it go? Kalia said. You okay? No. My voice was hoarse and my neck was sore from being throttled. Your brother tried to kill me. What? If I died in there, would I have been dead for real? Yes but... Jesus Christ. What exactly happened? A little shaken, I told her what had led up to the strangling and how the Brad clones had saved me. She got me a glass of water and said, Hugo wouldn't have done that if he didn't have a good reason. I was in mid-sip and almost spit out the water. You're blaming me for your homicidal brother. No, I'm just saying that killing you would have been a form of suicide for him. Unless he has some of that lymphid potion under his robe, I said, starting to catch on to some of the lingo. He definitely doesn't. She paused as if she had to think about that. You have to go back in there. What? He knows what Nancy and the others are planning. Yeah, because he's in on it. If my brother were in on this, he wouldn't have tried to kill you. The people behind this conspiracy want us alive so they can use us somehow. They didn't just pick you randomly. They know you're a sojourner, and they want to use that power for something. My brother puzzled out what that was when he saw you summon the Rakulik. That's why you need to go back in. I'm seriously starting to doubt your judgment. First, you wanted to stay at the hotel. How did that go? Then you have me see your weird brother who tries to kill me. If it wasn't for those clones of Brad, I'd be dead right now. Now you want me to go back? That proves my point. Brad is Nancy's son. He wants you alive because he's part of the conspiracy. The bastard that had been sabotaging my business was the son of my childhood therapist? How far back did this conspiracy go? Why did it include harassment? This is so devious like evil genius stuff. Kalia stood, went to the bookshelf and scanned the spines. Their plan is intricate, even by Mobiac standards. Brad dating me was probably part of it just a way to corrupt my worlds for when you and I became bonded. The reward at the end must be great for them to go through all this trouble over so many years. That's why we need to know what my brother knows. She pulled a book from the shelf and flipped through the pages. Ah here, this is the only passage about Rekuloks in the Seven Stomachs of Arawak. She read from the book, Rekuloks are possessed of will, and their lives are set before them in whole as a tapestry, so that they see it as such, and their birth and death are as one, though not unchanging. Their lives take on many colors, as they are possessed of will, and their changings are marked by choice, as the changings of men are marked by days. And the choices of men, are as reflections to the Rekulak. That's the thing you say I keep summoning? I said. So it's life as a tapestry. Great. What does that even mean or have to do with me? Rekuloks are parasites that live between worlds and feed on sojourners like you. I thought you said I was a Mobiac. Now you say I'm a sojourner? Come on. I'm trying here but this is... I don't know. 
Sojourners are what Mobiags descended from. She lifted the book an inch. According to what I've read in the only volume of the seven stomachs of Arawak available to my station, all Mobiacs have some Sojourner cackle in them. That's why we can create whorls and graft to them. Sojourners were the most powerful of all the cackle species, but they were killed off 24,000 years ago in the Zadatorian Wars. That's what we're taught, anyway. Obviously some survived like you. I don't have any Sojourner whorls in my line, as far as I know. No one does. All we know are the legends that every Mobiac child grows up hearing of sojourners traveling between worlds, riding their Rikuloks, of them becoming portals for their Rikuloks to enter this world, stories of changing reality. There's a famous one about a quest for the totem of the first sojourner, which was said to have special powers. Maybe that's what our conspirators are after. I don't know. But my brother does. Those blue portals in the whorls are made from the saliva of the Rakulik that's hunting you. It's called Skrill. Rikuloks use it to travel through the corruptions between worlds and infect their hosts. And for some reason, you immediately corrupt every whorl you enter with a cow of all things. You can't let the Skrill get on you. If you do, you'll be infected, and not even Otoloth Cackle will be able to cure you. So what happens if I catch this parasite? I pictured an alien popping out of my chest. I don't know completely. It's a between-world creature, so it's not like bedbugs. It won't suck your blood, but it will feed on your choices. How does something feed on choices? What does that even mean? I don't know. But we can't let it infect you. That's what the conspirators want. I didn't like the idea of terrestrial parasites, but one from a dimension between worlds. Another reason for me not to go back to see your brother. These Rakulik things are only showing up in the worlds. So if I don't go into any worlds, I don't get infected, and whatever plan these people have is toast. There are ways they can force you to enter a world. And we only have two days. We have to be proactive. We have to take some risk. You promised to cooperate, remember? I promise to cooperate, not blindly follow orders. Just give me a second to think. I tried to expel from my mind all of the weird magical stuff I'd either experienced or heard about in the last few hours. I tried to simplify the situation, organize my thoughts. A group of bad people wanted something from me, and they were willing to do bad stuff to get it. I could give it to them, but they would probably use it to do more bad stuff to me and others. They'd tied my life to Kalia's and stolen the means by which we could untie ourselves. Why? They were devious and secretive, which meant they were afraid of being exposed. To expose them, we would need to gather evidence without giving them the thing they wanted. How? They'd used some kind of specialist to frame Kalia. The identity of that specialist was unknown. They'd also used a substance of some kind that they'd either bought, were stolen from a man who'd built a miniature golf course in the middle of nowhere. He was known. That was a start. The Lymphid, I said. We should talk to him. We don't have his address, another reason to talk to my brother again. The area west of the Yola Bolis isn't exactly the Rockies, I said, pulling up a map on my phone. It's pretty small. 
I zoomed in on the area in satellite view and scrolled through the sea of trees. I found several greenhouses from cannabis growing operations before landing on something promising. I zoomed in even more and turned the phone around for Kalia to see. There's our guy.